So I can tell you what's going to be bloody magic. This podcast. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good start. That's a great... Not a great opener. No, that's so really good. That is so really good. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, I'm actually going to take a clip of you saying that and have be able to drop that in whenever I, I need it. this sarcasm will come through. So really good. No matter, no matter uh, how no, de- I can- decontextualized you try to make it. Yeah. But mm. I can also pitch your voice higher and more yeah, enthusiastic. You don't have that technology. So really good. Can you genuinely? Okay, this is not to be used. I'm not going to take this out of context. But can you actually like? What's the most genuinely serious way you could say like, "That's really cool," like, because I don't know if you sound if you can never not sound like a big. Uh, you almost monster. got me there. Nope, not going to say. No, I really wasn't going to say. I really wasn't going to take okay, it. Okay, well then just, you don't need it. I know, I just wanted to hear, and I thought maybe the listeners no, would they as well. wouldn't. they just like to hear a genuinely enthusiastic, like, you know, effervescent kind of James. Oh, yeah? Warren. Yeah. I think that's what people yeah. want from you. <laughs> what people come to this for is the hope that someday you're going to be just really bombastic and over the top. Have you ever... There was an episode of Comtown where Nick says that someone ran into him with an idea for the show. Like a yeah, concept, like a like pitch a... for a segment, and okay. it was that uh, they all go through their Tinder accounts, and like mm-hmm. whoever was single at the time, you go through each other's Tinder accounts and try to give each other mm-hmm. tips on dating. Jesus <laughs> and you're just like, have you ever heard this show? <laughs> <laughs> like to go through the effort of emailing yeah, in, like, yeah. Can you, for the listener at home, can you describe Come Town to someone who wouldn't know what it is? Uh, it's an extremely racist, misogynistic, <laughs> homophobic <laughs> podcast. We're selling girls at Poon Honda. Mm-hmm. Buy a car, get your dick Use sucked. Used Civics, new Civics, new Accords, 14-year-old girls. <laughs> Where uh, three white men just pretend that they're not any of that stuff. Yeah, they're white, but they are straight, which is important. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, one of them's Greek, yeah. so, and another yeah. one's Jewish, and another one's insane. The guy's staff, he genuinely thinks that, like, he's... Being Greek, he's a person yeah. of colour. Like, he yeah. describes himself as, like, a first, uh, what do you call it, a first wave ever. First yeah. generation. Well, you say that, I, I mean, mean, technically, yeah, people is, say that. But like, yeah, I don't think that's a racial thing. I mean, people are first generation Irish and stuff, you know? Yeah. Kennedy. Kennedy was second generation. Oh, <laughs> of, yeah. of course, Joe. Whichever yeah. one of them was... Whichever one was the first generation, that's who yeah. I was referring to. Actually, there is apparently no consensus on whether first generation immigrant refers to the generation that directly moved to the United States, or their children. Joseph Kennedy Sr.'s grandparents were born in Ireland, which would make him either second or third generation. This makes JFK third or fourth generation and Joe Biden 6th or 7th. We love our Irish presidents. What was it we were talking about the other day where it was like, he stopped being president when he got yeah. shot? <laughs> we were just engaging. Oh, he looked horrible when he stopped being yeah. president. That was it. <laughs> and he did. He did. Yeah, as soon as he stopped being president, he really had a we go We were playing it. a logic game, you know? Yeah. We're so... Most people probably wouldn't understand a lot the intellectual games we yeah, play. Yeah, I know. Because what we... Cause yeah, most people were like... But I thought he got shot in the face and then died. And then we were like, but when did he stop becoming president? When he... Aha. Because the second he stopped being... The second he died, LBJ... And then yeah. the other person in the room was like, what? What? Yeah. And it's like, did you hear the president got shot? And he goes, what? LBJ got shot? And they're like, no, Kennedy. Oh, he's not yeah, the president. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you think about it, what we put out on this podcast is like what is our public-facing personas. And, you know, I edit these conversations to take out anything too intellectual or, you know, that would go over the heads of... Let's be honest, you know, our listeners are dullards. Yeah. They're, they're, they're ding-dongs. They're... they're Yeah, from Cavan. 
<laughs> They're from yeah. Coven, yeah. Never mind these bozos. I love you all very much. Even you, people from Coven. So we need to, we always have to dumb it down, but when we're just mono y mono, boy. We we figure some things out. That's it. We? It's like one time I was yeah. like, I'm going to give you this car. <laughs> car. This car. car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, I great. Rem- I, rem- I remember. Yeah. Great. And then the next day you were like, can I have it now? And I was like, sorry, the car I promised you was red. This one's blue. So it's logically it's different car. Intellectually, it's yeah. different car. It, the car. Yeah. And you, and then I found out you had painted the car. I know, overnight. but it intellectually it had changed. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. But I was still very upset. You about had that. made a lot of plans for that car. I was going to go to. I was going to drive and to like, other places. Yeah. Someone else had offered your car in between, and you turned it down. <laughs> and I turned it down. Uh, yeah. But I think you learned a lesson. A valuable yeah. lesson that day. Yeah. Never trust a salesman. Never. Never. It wasn't a sale. You were just giving ne- me the ne- car. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, do you ever meet one of those people? And, uh, so say that happened to you, right? Yeah. Which it did. And then you yes. were talking to one of our mutual friends, like um, yeah. Kira. And then you were like, mm-hmm. you, and then they go, well, he was going to give it to you for free. So what can you complain about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always give it to you for free. That. So what are you complaining about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. Well, I I would rarely run into that. Yeah, I suppose it's something you hear when you're younger. That's true. Yeah. You can't miss what you never had. So like, you don't miss your sense of dignity. Yeah, you don't. You don't. No, you meant that as in like one doesn't. And I was like, that's not true for me, but it's true for you. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I often think these these battles of wits we have. It's a yeah. lot like watching a magic show. Wouldn't you agree? I would. Yes. Because when people watch us go at it, yeah. It's like they're they're stunned, they're shocked. And they're yeah, they're scared. Yeah, they don't laugh, you know, they clap and they uh, yeah. And then they laugh. And then they laugh when they're they're kind of when they realize what happened. They say laughter comes from apes, you know, screaming. Signaling that they're yeah, screaming. <laughs> Scream, yeah. signaling that if everything's okay. Yeah, yeah. So why do we clap? Is it to signal that we have experienced a world-changing event? Yeah. So I heard that people were clapping at nine eleven. Uh, in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. I've I was there. I heard it. I clapped. Yeah. I, I clapped. Yeah. So. I, but the thing was, I was clapping ironically, and then it got out of hand. Oh, so you start? You actually started? I actually it. started it. Yeah. Well, it made for a good story. It did. Donald Trump was there. Yeah. He 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 was like booyah. He was like booyah, bitty booyah. Your yeah. your catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you got started. You saw you saw him there. I saw him on a recording years yeah. later. And then you decided to adopt that as your catchphrase. Did I did I tell you that my granddad died in 11? Uh was it a separate incident? Yeah, he fell from the mosque where we were clapping. Uh he fell out of the mosque. Right. Where people were clapping. He got a start. Was he worshipping? He was doing the call to prayer. He was... I didn't know you were... Uh, I didn't know you came from Muslim heritage. Yeah. That's interesting. And that's a new fact about us. About you. Well, I talk about it all the time. You don't, actually. <laughs> Do I not? <laughs> you, you rarely discuss your faith, no. Oh. Uh, well, it's my grandfather's faith. Mm-hmm. It died with him. <laughs> it died with... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what would have saved him? A magic trick. Yeah. If he Allah. if he had fallen and landed, you know, into a magician carpet, onto a magic carpet, yeah, then he wouldn't have died such a horrible death. Yeah. What if he had fallen onto a magician's top hat? And then the mag- and then the magician put him in the hat, con- and, con- enveloped him. Yeah. And then, yeah, Mike. Did I tell you my granddad died nine eleven? He fell off a mask into a magician's hat and <laughs> smothered to death by a rabbit. By a rabbit. A rabbit fought him. Yeah, in the hat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Why are magicians' necks so strong? Why are magicians' necks so strong? Yeah. So they can withstand when that uh, cane comes out from the wings to pull them off stage. You know. I think that's more just general comedians. 
I suppose. Or any performer at the uh, Live of the Apollo. At Live of the Apollo, yeah. Um, no, it's so they can... Um, like, when they put a, there's a lot of like birds and rabbits in their hats and stuff. Yeah. Oh, sure. So yeah, yeah. yeah. The so hat, the hat, they, they need to have a strong, strong neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know. I've never actually seen a magician should demonstrate how strong their neck is. Yeah. Except having some neck to go out and perform every night. Perform every night. Yeah. Remember all those lines. <laughs> they remember all their lines. Yeah. How do they remember all their lions that they keep in their hat? Yeah. Yeah. In their cage. In their cage in the hat that he's wearing. If you were to be a magician, had to be. I am one. Yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah. what's your fi- what's your trademark trick? Um, probably. Uh, I'm very good at uh, summoning well, my wand out of. Merlin has just taken out a pair of chopsticks. <laughs> no, it's a magic wand. I promise. I swear. I'm oh, sorry. I thought it was. It's from. It's from. Actually, I have a couple of magic tricks actually here. Right. Um. Just to remind everyone it's a visual medium. No, I know, but I'm just saying uh, it's kind of interesting. You know, you've seen a magician pull a rabbit out of a hat. Have you ever seen a podcaster pull a rabbit out of his headphones? <gasps> Ooh. Ronan did nothing there. <laughs> so, I am uh, not impressed. <laughs> it's a little sponge rabbit, folks, that you can squeeze up real small yeah. and put into Here's one for you. Here's a magic trick. Um, yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to do... Um, who here has heard of Michael Jackson? I can... Do you want someone to uh, say yes? I can put someone in saying yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes! Uh, well, he turned from black to white. Or have you ever seen a podcaster turn from white to black? <laughs> Folks, I, I, I have to bleep how much... I have to bleep the noise that of James transforming no, into a black man in front of me. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I've been working on this for, for a long time. That's it's all. It's very crude, I have to say. You've like you've got big white spots around your lips and eyes. That's vertigo. You're also implying that Michael Jackson's vertigo was a magic trick. Yeah, it was some trick. Biggest trick the devil ever played. Was turning Michael turning Jackson. Turning Michael Jackson white. Uh, no, was letting him die before he could be convicted of his paedophilic crimes. Mm. Mm. I think you and I both know... That he did that. And that he did not do that. Okay, moving on. Okay, well, uh, hey, the biggest magic trick we ever pull is... Tiptoeing, tiptoeing around Michael Jackson. From a Jackson's. white man to a black man. Yes. That is the greatest magic. You've trick. done it. You've, so, folks, just bear in mind for the rest of this episode, James. No, it's no, back. it's okay. over now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy, wasn't it? <laughs> that was wild. Yeah. Well done. How do you do that? Do you just like hold your breath? No, it's magic. Oh, okay. You'll never reveal it. Yeah. So, speaking of magic, James. Yeah. Uh, magic has a long and proud history, you know? Does it? Yeah, of course. We know magic tricks would have been present in ancient Egypt. Do we? Yeah, well, I know Penn and Teller always said there was, like, the potato trick was present in Egypt, which doesn't make... which I'm not certain of now that I've said out loud. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely not the case. Yeah, that's not true. Of course, for our finish, a very Egyptian potato. But they were alluding to... They wouldn't lie, Penn and Teller, would they? <laughs> yeah, they're magicians. They lie for a living. Yeah, magician is never lying. I can't. I, I don't. Can't believe I have to tell you this. Magician is never lying. They are merely uh, re, um, lying. They are merely bending the reality. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They're not bending reality. But when he, no, when, if they were bending reality, that would imply that what they were doing was real. Like it was actual. Ma- like actual magic is bending reality. Actual, actual magic is real, though. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What do you call being able to order a pizza by tapping a block in your hand seven times, you know? Oh, whoa, I suppose you're right. <laughs> that's that's great. It's like, it's actually sort of magic that, um, you know, you can look and see any face in the world on your phone. Yeah, or that you can call anyone on your phone, or that you could yes. uh, play Angry Birds on your phone. <laughs> Or hear a voice from 10,000 kilometers away mm-hmm. as if they were in your phone. I know. Is That is magic, right? No. It's technology. But technology is... I mean, if you went back to yeah. uh, to Gronk, 
and and you <laughs> yeah. got him in. <laughs> Uh, if you went back uh, for those news the, the show Gronk is the first person who's ever lived um, you showed him your your iPhone or your Chinese mm. your Chinese phone that you have a Zayumi it's, it's, it's a Zayumi yeah oh right good yeah it's really good yeah 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 great camera on it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you went back and you showed Gronk the camera function on your Zawubi or whatever Zayumi Zayumi uh, he would he would he, he would attack you no, he couldn't. He'd respect. You me. could not comprehend. It's so far advanced that it is magic. No, it's technology. Well, do you know what he would be thinking was magic? Was the fact that you were able to travel back through time to see him. Uh, no, that would also be technology. Well, that's that's technology that doesn't exist. So is the, and it's okay. Here's the thing. So if that existed, that would be magic, obviously. But it, well, it's technology that doesn't exist yet is magic. Oh no. Also, no. It's magic until it's invented. No. Yes. I'm going to go with yes. No. How do you... Th- like, magic is like... Flying! Like, people w- wanting to fly before we had any way of doing that. You mean in an airplane? No, I'm saying before, so like... You mean like a hang glider? No, and before a hot air balloon and before anything. Icarus? Before Icarus. That was... Well, Icarus was magic. If that, if you believe that happened, that was magic. You don't get to fly No. Here. You can't flap your arms and go to the sun. He made wings out of weather and feathers and wax. Yeah. Sorry to be pedantic, but it was actually Icarus's father, Daedalus, who made the wings. But he was able to fly by just attaching them to his arms. Yeah. That wouldn't work. Impressive. It, no, it wouldn't work. That was magic. If you, well, I don't believe it's real. Okay, but I'm just saying... The, well, you're the one who cited it, so just... Either you're, you're in on this or not. You have a very tenuous connection with reality if you think any of this is magic. I'm just doing it. I'm just having a thought experiment. Right. So the experiment failed. Technology, <laughs> technology <laughs> that hasn't been invented yet, that only lives in our minds, if it did appear, would be magic. Okay, I'll give you that thank one. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. I also now have that clip, so I can use that uh, at my discretion as well. Uh, Okay, I'll give you that one. So, uh, what was the point of all that? I got good question. I got very angry. Yeah, Yeah. you're very wound up proving a point that didn't relate to any other. I saw, I just saw red. Uh, The proud history of magic would go back. What what I was going back to was well, this all started when you said that you said it started off with a potato in ancient Egypt. Correct. Well, Penn and Teller, I believe, said that, but I could be wrong. So what was the potato trick? The potato trick is, uh, you know, getting the potato in ancient Egypt. Getting it there, yeah. Uh, No, it's 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 hiding a potato and making it appear, you know, under cups and stuff. Like that's that's the the the, the, it's a basic but trick, but you know, easily could have been done if someone had figured it out. A classic, classic trick. But that's probably true of any trick. Yeah, so I'm just... All, no, I know. All I'm saying is is that magic has been around... Magic tricks have been around for eons. Where do they get this proof that it happened in ancient Egypt? A hieroglyphic of someone doing the trick. That's such a lie. Ronan is actually telling the truth, although he is misremembering it. The, quote, cups and balls trick is depicted in hieroglyphics on a 4,500-year-old burial chamber in Egypt. When they demonstrated the trick in front of the hieroglyphic, Penn and Teller used normal balls throughout but ended it with A very Egyptian potato <laughs> Wait. Well, how do Penn and Teller are such weirdos Penn and Teller? Yeah what, is, what do you dislike about them? They had this show and it was called Penn and Teller I can't believe it or something like that Yeah Or Foolish and it was a, Not that well, yeah, yeah Yeah And then this guy came on And the whole thing is like Oh if you can do a trick and we don't know how to do it Yeah you uh, you win. Yeah. Then this guy came on. He was like, I'm going to do a couple of very simple tricks, but I don't think they're going to be able to tell me 100% how I did it. Yeah. And he kept saying that. And he's like, they're not going to be able to show me exactly how I did it. Mm-hmm. And then he does the trick and they're like, okay, we know how you did all the tricks. We know all the principles. Mm-hmm. We could figure it out. But... You're right when you say we don't know exactly what you did. Yeah. So you win. But you can't just go on a TV show and restate the premise of the show. Yeah. Like, 
the premise of the show isn't they can recreate your exact movements. The show is we can make a reasonable guess. Yeah. Or we can with reasonable certainty say we know how know. it's done. Yeah. 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 Which they could. Well, maybe there's a, an element that they know that and the magician knows, but that we don't understand how that actually does change it in a, in a magic trick. If you were to, you know, maybe they were, yeah. maybe they respected it more because of. The, of because of reasons we wouldn't even know about as non-magicians. Like what could that be? That when it comes to doing basic simple tricks I don't know, I just feel like they could have they could have had a reason to have been like, no, that doesn't count as like, you fooled us. Yeah, that's what I'd do. I'd be like, all the bits that don't fool you they don't count. So just kind of the bit where you don't know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's the rules of the show. The rules of the show is that you don't know. It's like, I know I need to get from A to B, and I don't know. No, that doesn't work. Uh, but here's one. It's like, they're like, well, we know you got the coins. you know, And I'll be like, where did I get the coins? <laughs> but I'm saying, you know? maybe it wasn't that. Where did, where did I buy the coins? You don't know where I bought the coins. And then it's like, oh, we know these three places. It's like, but how does money work? You know? <laughs> but why? But why? Yeah. <laughs> but why did that happen? It's like, well, I guess you got us. You didn't guess what color my socks are, so therefore you did not recreate the trick. Yeah. yeah, so uh, get off my stage, you know. That's the the contestant. Mm. Yeah, get off my stage now, Penn and Teller. And yeah, he takes I out a gun and he shoots, but then they catch the bullet in their teeth. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And then um, Penn and Teller kiss, <laughs> and then Teller's like, "Here's your bullet back." So you know that joke from old shows where. A man and a woman kiss, and then the woman goes, "Here's your gum back." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the so go- or the guy says it to the girl. No, it's the girl. Here's your gum back. What? Yeah, I suppose. But it could be the boy. Here's your gum back. Oh. No reason. Couldn't be. Could be a boy and a boy. Could be a girl and a girl. Hmm. Do people even chew chewing them anymore? Do people chew chewing them anymore? Yeah. Yes, I'm pretty sure there wasn't a massive crash in. Chewing gum. Do you think a COVID-related reason is why people? No. People are still chewing as much gum. You just can't see their mouths moving because of masks. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. We've nailed it. So when the Egyptians were doing magic, it was you know to entertain, to beguile. Maybe they actually did work it into some of their uh, religious beliefs. Would you? Would you? Would you agree? You know, yeah, in order to make so. religion seem more real, you They're just like, do magic. We things. believe in the disappearing, relocating potato mm-hmm. god. Well, they, I mean, they believe in a lot of gods. And it's like, we'll just leave our god right here, and every year when I come back. And then the wizard, the local wizard moves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like, wow, it moved. They're like, what the hell is is happening this is so freaky I want to worship this yeah I mean within Christianity you know we perform magic in Catholic mass yeah where we turn the body we turn wine and bread into the actual body and blood of Jesus Christ that's very modern you know they only discovered how to do that in the past hundred years so don't get too far ahead of yourself they didn't what what do you mean no the Catholic Church only developed that technology in the past 100 years. It's not technology, it's magic. No, it's technology. N- no. Well, uh, yeah, can like, you remind me, like how, the, how does the machine work? Uh, just because I don't know how it works. Then you don't, get, saying, you don't get to go, then you say I win. Because you don't know. No, the, the guy, you go to Mass these days. Mm, tell me about it. It's literally bread turned into flesh. Mm-hmm. And wine turned into blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's different. Like my granny talks about when she goes to mass. When she, her mother went to mass. This is Vatican II. It, it was just bread, and bread, wine, and wine. Sounds like you went. Your grandmother's Protestant. No, she was Catholic. But they only figured out how to change it recently. Okay. All right. Transubstantiation, whereby the whole substance of bread and wine are turned into the body and blood of Christ while they appear the same was affirmed at the Fourth Council of the Lateran in 1215 and has remained a part of Catholic doctrine ever since. James is doing a bit here that continues for five frustrating minutes. So I'll just skip ahead. Okay, I'll give you that one. So you think no, every religion just has advanced technology to confirm their beliefs? 
No, just the Catholic Church. Just the because they're the most technologically advanced religion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what religion is Elon Musk? Science. And is that a religion? Yeah. So Catholicism is the most technologically advanced religion, religion and science is a religion. Yeah. Okay. It's the most scientific. Mm-hmm. Not the most technologically advanced. No. Right. For its time. Hmm? For its time. For its time. It's not technologically advanced. Yeah. But you're saying the Catholic Church only invented this 100 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but the Catholic Church was invented 2,000 years ago. Uh, yeah, well, no, but yeah. But so, science has been around for thousands and thousands of years. Science has been around for... A hundred years. No, it... Two hundred years. Two hundred years. The Enlightenment. Th- yes, but science was still being conducted beforehand. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, they called it something else. Alchemy. Among other things. Yeah, metallurgy. Natural philosophy. Yeah, but that is science. Just It's just we didn't we called it by a different no, name. No, no. Yes. That's like saying Catholicism is Judaism by another name. Wow. Wow. You said that. Yeah. Wow. Well, our ratings have just plummeted. No, yeah. they've gone up. <laughs> no, but it's like saying Ireland is... It's like saying England is Rome. No, it's like saying Ethiopia is um, Abyssinia. Uh, yeah. Yes. Wait. I don't know who's put who. <laughs> I don't know who's making up the point now. What I'm saying is, science is about two to three hundred years old. No, no. Yeah. The the term science. Hold on. Mm-hmm. No. The English word scientist is relatively recent. First coined by the English polymath William Whewell in the 19th century. Right. So before that. Y- they called themselves natural philosophers. So they're saying that those men were scientists. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. That was a different thing, and they had a different word. Like Scientific revolution of the 16th and 17th century. So if, there's, if the word was after that, but they call it the scientific revolution. So come on, admit it. They didn't call it the scientific revolution at the time. Yeah, but we're calling it that. So we can say, with our presence of mind, that we would refer to what they did as science. That's called a long history. That's when people are like, Geishas were the first feminists or whatever, you know? They were not the first feminists. Boudicca was. Who's that? The uh, 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 queen of Britain who fought the Romans. Yeah, that's my point. Like, Grace O'Malley wasn't the first feminist. Yes, she was. She was the first girl boss. You just said Boudicca was. She was the first girl boss. Boudicca was the first feminist. No. Come on. You take the L on this one. You've lost. Come on. (laughs) You've lost. Stay losing, James. Just stay losing. So next, uh, uh, other point. Uh, Give us a okay, but just just for the record, would you say that I uh, was right there that that was science? Okay, I'll give you that one. Okay, it doesn't matter. I already have you saying I was. I'll, you give me that one from earlier. Right. So that'll fit in well nicely deli- there. Well delivered. Okay, I'll give you that one. <laughs> um. Okay. What's your favorite magic trick? Uh, childbirth. <laughs> No, my favourite magic trick, uh, street magic. Just any and all street magic. Mm. Have you ever been approached by a street magician? Yeah, David Blaine. Yeah, did he? Yeah, Yeah. when I was in New York. And what did he do? He was like, can I try out a new trick on you? And what did you say? No, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not today, vagrant. (laughs) No, I was like, of course. Mr. Blaine. (laughs) I'm a a really big fan. (laughs) You were so deferential and mm. <laughs> formal. Uh, and so what did he do? Oh, I can't tell you. No, it, the, the term is a magician never reveals his tricks. Not yeah, that a person I, can never reveal what the, a magician did. No, it's... I, no, come on, yeah. come on, come on. We'll set the scene. It's What year was it? New York. It was... Um, <laughs> what are you about <laughs> to say? <laughs> uh, okay, the year was 2011. 2011 New York Okay I can just imagine What was playing on the radio While you're walking Around New York Yeah Is it winter or summer Summer Okay so Middle of summer Baking hot You're walking yeah. around In a little loose fitting sw- uh, uh, Vest No Mesh vest No 
It's not what I wear. What were you wearing? Sorry. I was wearing an oversized hoodie <laughs> and an o- oversized pair of um, <laughs> of of a gas jeans. Yeah, and a mink fur hat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a pair of like uh, chucks, but a pair of socks behind the tongues. So they stand up. A pair of socks behind the tongues. Yeah, what? so they stand up. What do you mean? I'm just describing the scene. But I, but, but I want to understand how you're wearing your shoes. You're wearing shoes with socks on. Uh, yeah. And then you take then another pair of socks and stuff that behind the tongue. Ru- yeah, so <laughs> it stands up. But it, that, that surely that's too much. Uh, that'd be too big a thing just to make the, the tongue of the shoe stand up. No? No, you want to stand up like always horizontally. Okay, alright, alright. Continue. Um, Where did you learn that trick? I learned it in LA. No. <laughs> were you there just before you were in New York? Yeah. Why were you in New York? I wanted to get on SNL. <laughs> you auditioned. Uh, or you I just thought being in New York would... would, would I was uh, hoping to get an audition. So I was doing a lot of the mics and then every evening I turned up to... Um, mm-hmm. What's his name? Lord Michaels. Yeah, his office. You turned up to his office? Oh yeah. So you were able to get into Rockefeller. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> How? It was during a lull where, like, post nine sort of eleven and pre <laughs> pre pre ISIS. Yeah. So people were pretty lax. Yeah. 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 I remember that. So they were like, you know, who's this Latin king coming in here? You know. They said about you. Yeah. I just saw the way I was dressed. <laughs> of course. And they were, uh, they were mistaking your uh, Islamic heritage for Latino. Yeah, they were like, why, should, why else would he have the number 13 tattooed <laughs> on his arm? In, goth, in gothic font. Yeah. Um, and why did you so, have 13? I know I'm going off on tangents, but why did you have 13 tattooed on you? Because I like to think of myself as the 13th colony. As the 13th colony? Yeah, after, after America. Yeah, I'm over the first 12. I guess Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Philadelphia, the yeah. city of Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Don't worry. You you don't have to name them all. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so there were actually thirteen original colonies. So with this tattoo, James is Rhode Island. David Blaine, he does the trick. Uh, we haven't even gotten to me meeting David. Oh, okay, Blaine. sorry. So why do you continue? Teasing out this, helping you remember this story. Yeah. Uh, So you auditioned for Lorne Michaels, or you tried to audition for Lorne Michaels to get on SNL. Yeah. And? I couldn't get in the room. So you actually couldn't get into his office, is what you're saying? No, I sorry, I got into his foyer. Right. And his secretary would be like, are you here again to see Mr. Michaels? Okay. I'd be like, yes. She'd go, "Uh, sorry. Sorry? He's not in. Sorry, yeah. Well, yeah. Right. We all love you here. <laughs> but he's just... We can't let you in. You know, we're all rooting for you. <laughs> Do you, Did you always give them, like, gifts and stuff when you'd show up? Yeah. Yeah. I also taught them how to wear their shoes correctly, so... <laughs> how to keep their tongues popping. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you can do it on loafers, you know? You couldn't do it on loafers. On brogues, is what I meant. Right. You could do with any shoe with a tongue, which, yeah. which would specifically not be a loafer. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Okay. So after the Lord, so now I know why you were in New York and it was hot and yeah. Oh, so and we, warm. And we can hear that summer. song playing on the radio. Yeah. Um, and then you're walking down. What street were you on? Martin Luther Boulevard. <laughs> Martin Luther Boulevard. Hmm. Okay. After the theologian. Yeah. <laughs> Whereabouts in Manhattan is that? Williamsburg. Okay, which is in Brooklyn. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just meant that's what I thought. I just turned out to marry you. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> so you're 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 in Martin Luther Boulevard in Williamsburg in yeah in in, in, the in Manhattan Polish, in the Polish district the Polish district of Manhattan. Uh, so go ahead. David Blaine, what he just walks right up to you. Did he have a film crew with no, him? No, th- this is like the next. That was the next day. 
Oh, okay. Well, did anything important happen between then and then? Or can we just move on to David Blaine? Let me just think now. <coughs> um, I, yeah, I was walking around and I saw Kanye West. Cool. Yeah, before he was famous. That's interesting. We can come back before he was famous in 2011. Mm-hmm. Before he was famous here. 2011. I don't know. I started listening to him in... You know, 2016. So I don't yeah. know. Trump won the oh, el- Trump won the election, and you're like, we need. I need to. I need to process this. <laughs> yeah. Through music. Yeah. So you put on. Uh, his only supporter, his most famous supporter. Yeah. And then you, so you just and then just press play, and it's I like a dumb bitch. I like a fuck bitch. I get a fu- fuck a bitch out. You know that one. What's that? I like it. I think you're in and uh, I love I don't it. Know that Him and Lil Pump. Oh, You're yes, such a freaking whore. I love it. You're such a fucking hoe. No, like that bit. I know, but that's how you. I skip all the lyrics, you know. Yeah. All the bad lyrics. Okay, so it's an instrumental, is it? Hmm. Don't let him hear you say that. Oh, I can handle him. He's an honorary Latin king. <laughs> you know? Stop saying Latin king. Why? <laughs> just where's it come from? <laughs> Where have you? It's just my. I don't know. It's just my gang. Yeah, your gang. You are in a gang. You are in MS-13, are you? No. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, super Predator. Uh, so, tell us about... So, that was great that you saw uh, Kanye West. But, yeah. but but now let's get to the meat and bones of this story. So, what yeah. happened when ruddy, bloody David Wayne, David Blaine, came up to you? David Wayne. You're thinking of the cowboy. That no, John, Wayne. John Wayne. Yeah. No, 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 of course. So David Blaine, the famous magician and illusionist. You know, he wasn't really a cowboy. I know, he was an actor, yeah. And he avoided serving in the uh, American Indian War, you know? He didn't, he wasn't alive during the American Indian War. That's it, people were like, oh, he must be so brave, he must be such a good fighter. No, people... But actually, he avoided... uh, you know, fighting in Andrew Jackson's army. People don't think... Because he was serving in those films. John Wayne did not serve in World War II due to his age. He was 34 at the time of Pearl Harbor. However, he repeatedly attempted to enlist but was threatened with legal action from his studio as he was their only A-list star on contract. His widow would later say his failure to participate in the war caused him the most pain in his life. Yeah, Andrew Jackson said that he was doing you a better job. You are more important to morale here mm-hmm. than you would be um, in Louisiana. Right. Or further away. Even. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louisiana for the Westerns. Hmm? Just like they're having their Westerns set in Louisiana. Yeah, it was west for the time, wasn't it? It's d- pretty south. It depends where you're coming from, really. Depends where you're coming from, exactly. Do people from uh, Washington State refer to any film set in New York as Easterners? As an Eastern? I don't know. We don't know. If, you, uh, if you're from the Washington State, write in. Yeah, if you're from... Primordialviews at gmail.com. China? Yeah. You know, what's Oriental to you? Well, how do they orient themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Probably with themselves right at the centre of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing China. Knowing them. Yeah. Uh, I've seen the massive um, uh, new apartment building they're building in Harare. Actually, I believe it's pronounced Harare. I'm in the middle of a story. Sorry. Okay. Just wanted to talk about a building. (laughs) uh, Where's Harare? The capital of uh, Zimbabwe. No, how big is it? How big is what? The building? Yeah. Very. It'll have uh, room for 600 members of parliament. The current building only has room for 100. Really? Yeah. Sorry, that was very off topic. Continue. No, please continue. It's part of the Belt and Road thing, so it's China completely paying for it and building it. Yeah. Yeah. Hitch up your belt, take the road. (laughs) Hitch up your belt, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But continue. So David Blaine approaches you. Yeah. What happens? What was the trick? What was the trick, he says. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was the trick? The David- now you're interested. <laughs> so, fire away. Tell us. Yeah. Tell us. I was going to say tell us everything. Please don't. Yeah. Just tell us. Tell you everything. Tell us what the trick was. 
Um, right. See, he builds his own career on trickery. <clears throat> no, he also on uh, endurance. No, those are tricks as well. They're not tricks. Some of them are. Like what? I mean, holding all those cards. No, I know, but I'm what? No, you said you knew. So I said I'm you... saying I know the. Uh, his his he's a performance artist, you know, as well as uh, a magician. And like so a musician. he did like staying in the box or the trying to stay in the ball of water for as long as possible. I mean, he failed the ball of water thing. Well, he stayed in the ball, but he couldn't hold his breath for long. Yeah, for like he only held his breath for two seconds. No, he held it for like I think I don't know what the record is, but he came reasonably close to it. Certainly far better than any person any one lunged individual probably yeah mm-hmm. Ronan is thinking of David Blaine's failed 2006 attempt to break the world record for oxygen assisted breath holding but he actually did break the record in 2008 when he held his breath for 17 minutes live on Oprah but this doesn't impress me as Budimir Sabat a diver from Croatia held his breath for nearly 25 minutes literally two months ago Um. That was his trick, actually. The icebox one. The the icebox, yeah. He was like, will you... Will you stand here for three days? Mm Mm-hmm. While I sit in this block of ice? Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but watch that. So you're saying the trick was to make people want to think that was entertainment? No, it was fasting. Okay, so what was the trick? To sit in the block of ice for three days. Oh, sorry. The trick he did to you on the street... Yeah. Was he made? Was he let you watch him in a block of ice for three days? Yeah. Okay, that's not really street magic, though, is it? Is it not? No. Magic is any technology we don't know how it's done. Yes, yes. How do you get a block of ice that big? How do you get? <laughs> I didn't say that we don't know how it's done. I just said that hadn't been invented yet. Yeah, we hadn't invented a freezer that big. Yeah, we had <laughs> an ice tray that big. Don't think it was made in an ice tray. But we also hadn't invented living inside a block of ice. He didn't. Uh, people have been doing that for many, many centuries. No, they haven't. Yes, they have. Like where? In the north. You're going to say igloos? Yeah. They're not real. Yes, they are. Igloos are real. No, yes, they are. They're not a single block of ice. No, but nor was that. Yes, it was. It wasn't one block. What's a It was. It w- that they hollowed out? Yeah. No, it was like walls yes. made of ice. Okay, I'm actually not entirely certain. Trust your gut, Ronan. It absolutely wasn't a massive ice cube, it was constructed from many different slabs of ice. Although, it's worth noting igloos aren't actually made from ice, but rather densely packed snow. Ice is too heavy. Either way, it's irrelevant. It's all water molecules that you could have frozen. It's all water molecules. Yeah. Yeah. No, think about it. If if he'd been like, I'm going to live in this igloo. What pissed you off about that? Everyone's going to be like, obviously you can live in an igloo. So he was like, I'm going to live in a block of ice. Yeah, but he was also... I know, but I'm saying he didn't invent living in a cold thing. No, that's not what I said. Hmm. He invented living inside a block of ice. I don't know if he would call it living. Well, I did. He He invented being in a block of ice for three days. Yeah. Yeah. He actually didn't. Blaine intended to stay entombed within the ice for three days but left after 63 hours. So if we follow James's story, the trick David Blaine performed for him in New York was a failure. I think also and wasn't he, part of it that he was like, basically naked? Uh, that was a big part of it, yeah. Yeah. Main attraction, really. <laughs> Is that what you liked about it? No, I just liked being included. You liked that he approached you, yeah. Yeah, in New York. You liked to have something to do for three days, in New York. As I was like, I could take a break from my comedy career. <laughs> and did you ever get back on track? Uh, yeah. I actually ended up hosting um, SNL. Well, now that's unbelievable. So why you've just pushed this story into the realms of impossibility. No, it's true. You, we know that you didn't host SNL. Why do you know that? Because I've seen every single episode of SNL. We obviously missed this one. No, I didn't. I couldn't have. I watch it religiously every week. I think it's the best show ever made. Um, no, David Blaine was supposed to go on, but he died of hypothermia, so I went David Blaine scared. isn't dead. Look, so now I just know you're not telling the truth with this story. Now uh, you've finally confirmed that you've been not actually telling the truth. Did you even no. go to New York? Yeah, I did. 
Did you even meet David Blaine? I did, but this all happened 10 years earlier than I claimed. So it was actually 2001 it happened? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you were in New York in 2001. And one. Yeah. And it was... Well, New Jersey. <laughs> um. Right, 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 right. <laughs> God. <laughs> well, then I can always... I can forgive you misremembering details from 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know one thing you know, what, you, have you ever seen David Blade do that trick where he sticks like the poker through his arm yeah do you know how he does that yeah how just sticks the poker through his arm correct has at it no but he that is how he does it he, I know yeah yeah well go on explain Um. well he makes his whole living doing crazy tricks of illusion <laughs> yes so everything he does it's sort of manipulating your reality. Mm, I would say bending reality, yeah. So he's like, how can I bend Ronan's reality? Yeah. Because here's the, what you think. You think he's a trickster? <laughs> and a fraud. And you think he's great? I didn't say I think he's great. And you think that his arm doesn't have a hole in it? Okay. So he's like, well... I know I'm great, and I know I'm a trickster, but I'll just drill a hole through my arm. <laughs> well, the thing is, you're not far off. The way he did that trick, I believe, was that he just would slowly build up scar tissue through his arm. So he was slowly inserting, like, stabbing himself over months and months and months, so that eventually there was a pathway of just pure scar tissue through his arm, and he's yeah. able to pass the uh, the uh, the poker through that. It reminds me of... Um Fixing my own ingrown toenail. Jesus. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I hate that. Why? <laughs> oh, just. Oh, that felt visceral. I just can't. How did you fix your ingrown toenail? You just have to rip half your toenail off. Jesus Christ. You really should have gone to a doctor. The doctor is what gave it to me. The doctor is what gave it to you? What? Yeah. The- I went to a. Uh. Mm hmm. And she was like, oh, you should take better care of your feet. Mm-hmm. Three days later, my big toe was infected <laughs> over the back of her meddling. But what did she do to your big toe? I don't know what she was doing. Or, and then or maybe she was warning you that if you were about to get and, one because you don't take no, good care of your feet. because you can prevent them very easily. No, I know. You just, you cut the toe right. Exactly. Yeah. So she obviously cut it wrong. Right, right. So now I have to solve it myself. And how, does it keep coming back? I don't know. We'll find out. Oh, when did this happen? What? When did this happen? What happened? You removing your half your nail? This morning. Really? Yeah. Are you are you are you really being serious? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know this was a very fresh. I didn't know you're sitting there currently with half a toe now. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's good to keep in mind, dear listener. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um. But yeah, just saying, what a freak! What a mind what a freak! freak. What's the... Who's your favourite... Magician? What's your favourite magical encounter with a magician? My favourite magical encounter with a magician. With a magician. Uh, I'll tell you... Actually, I'll tell you. There was a... a, You know when you get these shit plays... Well, I'm being very disparaging. You get these these plays that are brought round to your primary school. And they're supposed to teach you a lesson. Do you... Did you ever have that experience? No. Really? No, we had teachers teaching us lessons. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you had plays... (laughs) What a better thing our school could be if that was how all lessons were taught. <laughs> uh, school would have this event. Okay, do not. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He just went <sighs> directly into the mic. Oh, I'm just breathing, sorry. I know, but. Okay. Uh, don't. <laughs> so, the way they were going to teach us a lesson about how to recycle. In school was that they had this play happen. Uh, we are recording on two tracks. I can just remove. I make you entirely silent during this. So they would have a. So <laughs> why are you doing this? <laughs> so they came in and their play, and I don't know what the play was about. What was it about? It was well. It was about the importance of recycling. Nice. Yeah. So let's let's recreate it. That's very instant. I don't. I can't remember any of the plot so, elements. Uh, this was all just to say it's the best magic trick I ever right. saw. Uh, yeah, okay, so let's recreate and you can just insert the magic trick where you see fit. Okay. 
Uh, I should warn you, the play only lasted four minutes. Yeah. Okay. But sometimes in theatre, <laughs> so what they do is they, it's called time dilation. So something that seems like it only lasts four minutes can last hours, you know? <laughs> years. Not years, but hours. Definitely hours. Definitely hours. Uh, well, no, I know, but this was four minutes, because I remember timing it as a child. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy how your memory can be so yeah. unreliable. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Do you, you want to take it away? Yeah. All right. Curtain up. Hello, boys and girls. Hi. No, you're one of the actors. I know, but I'm just saying hi. No, you pretend to be a boy. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little boy in this play. No, you're one of the other actors. I know, but I'm a li- I play a little boy. So I'm like uh, wearing, okay. I'm wearing like the not sh- in front of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing shorts and like you know, the little baseball cap and the, the jacket. Oh yeah, a schoolboy. You mean a cap and a blazer? Yeah, not a baseball cap and a jacket. <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, continue. Okay, and I'm just a normal man. And he hangs out with me. No. <laughs> I don't, don't. He took me out of school. Okay, that's just not in the play. Uh, I'm a little kid just like all you boys and girls. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. And I'm President Ronald Reagan. <laughs> well. Well. I'm yes. I'm former president of the United States, Ronald Reagan. Yes, and I'm a boy. And you are a boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how half the runtime of the play was just establishing this. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's time for us to teach the other boys and girls, but not you, because you already know. Because mm-hmm. you're in the play. Yeah. How to recycle and why they should recycle. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah, recycle. I actually don't believe people should recycle at all. Mr. Reagan, why? Um, I think it's propaganda. For who? You know, all the people who make the rubbish, you know? It's propaganda for the people who make rubbish? Yeah. I don't understand. Well, like, if you recycle, you feel like you're offsetting all the plastic that's been produced, you know? Mr. Reagan, sir? Yeah? Can you keep your personal beliefs out of this play? Well, (laughs) no. (laughs) This is supposed to teach kids how it's good to recycle. Well, it's not. Well, then we're just going to have to teach them through a magic trick. Yes. Uh, So I believe at this point in the play there had been a villain character and he gets... Yeah, Ronald Reagan. Yeah, so he gets rolled up in a a carpet. I'm not going to allow that to happen to me. That's too uh, degraded. Well, that's what happens in this play. You get rolled up in a carpet. The villain gets rolled up in a carpet. I'll roll a little boy up in the carpet. How about that? That won't look good at all. It'll be fine. So me in the carpet? No, one of the real children. Whoa! Oh, you're not allowed to touch them. Don't touch. Don't, don't touch well, you, them, Mister Reagan. <laughs> you, you do it then. You're a boy. I'm not allowed either. We're not allowed no. to touch the children. Uh, no, we are. <laughs> we are, and this is improv, so you must do what I say. I mean, you must say yes and. No, so, we're not touching the kids. So get the, I'm rolled get, up in the carpet, and then the trick. You unfurl the carpet. I've disappeared. Well, you're still here. My voice is only my voice. No, your body is here. What are you talking about? <laughs> the end. Yeah, and so that was the play I really liked uh, as a when in school. I could never figure out. It's the most impressive magic trick I ever saw. I could never figure out how the person disappeared from the carpet. I'm sure if I saw it now, I would understand. But um, probably just a different carpet. No, you didn't see it. It was it was very much the person got rolled up and then it got unfurled and the person was gone. Yeah, it sounds like two different carpets. One of them had a person in it, one didn't. Y- yeah, sure, maybe, whatever. I'm just saying I would know 
how it was done now, I'm sure if I went to I'm just saying, it says I do two carpets. Could have been, could have been plenty of different ways for a magic No, I think I figured it out. I don't think, okay. Sort of crazy that you took 13 years. No, you don't know exactly how it's done, so you still, I do. You don't get to pass through to the next round of the competition. You don't, You, you, you couldn't figure out exactly how they did it. No, I did. No, you didn't. I did. You did not. Why? Like, I know how they did it. There's two carpets. No, that's how you would do it. It's not how they did it. No, that is how they did it. I know this. It's not. You. How could you know this? Because it's just obvious to me. It's, it's obvious to you. That's You're just so arrogant. You're just so ar- blinded by your arrogance. No, there's two carpets. They would laugh you out there. of the magic circle. They roll one up, and then they have the other one pre-rolled up. And then they switch them out when no one's looking. That's how you do it. That's great. That's how they did it. That's the only way to do it. I really wanted to talk about magic today. <laughs> well, you've, you know, banged us all over the place. <laughs> I was just trying to tell. My, you asked me what my most magical experience was. Right. Um, and it was that a pl- thing you didn't understand happened. It, it was I saw a magic trick. And yes, I did not. Under- I don't understand how most magic tricks are done. I do. No, you have your own theory. No, I know for sure. Okay. Go ahead, ask me one. All right. How did they do the uh, bullet catch? Who had a bullet in his mouth? But they show you that they he didn't. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. He just goes. He just opens his mouth, but he has it under his tongue. No, 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 no. Not in the pen and teller one. You think that like I so know what is it? I know the, So not, what is it? That pen opens his mouth and Taylor sticks his fingers in. It's like no bullet in here. <laughs> no, he can't even talk. He can talk. He just chooses not to. Yeah. But the thing is, is I don't know how they did that trick. You don't know how they did that trick, so let's just admit that. You're getting too on. caught up on this thing. What thing? Just I'm like, no one knows how to no, do anything. No, I'm not I saying that. You are just. I'm just saying that is a ridiculous thing to say. You don't know how they did that. I magic do. Trick. You don't. I, and I, I don't know why you're trying. Stop saying. You're just, you're just. You're just saying it. Yeah, but I know. Like, you can't know. You can't know. So you you know that that is implicitly unknowable. So why no, would you it's insist? Not. That it's how would you know a, how a magic trick that was done 16 years ago in a primary yeah. school? Because it's a standard magic trick. No. You think those guys invented you, that trick? N- no, but I'm saying you, no, you don't even know what happened. You like I'm, I may I may be even mistelling it, so you can't. I'm just saying. You said it was your favorite trick. I said it was. I did not say my favorite trick. What, you asked me what was my most what magic. Happened? What was? That's crazy. They can't even remember your favorite magic trick. <sighs> Ask me any other. How did how did they do that trick where uh, they cut their heads off? Um, they commit uh, treason in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> okay, uh, so let's go through a bit of the just a quick overview of the history of magic because we haven't really nailed anything down. We know that it, people were doing it in ancient Egypt. Yeah, with potatoes. With potatoes, you know. Then you're going to move up into the Christian period. It became a part of religion. Then, yeah, uh, and religion, you know, magic became uh, religion. Uh, the medieval period. There is a lot of alchemy. People really want to believe in magic in the medieval period. You know, you know. Did they? Well, you've got like Nicholas Flamel wanting to turn uh, lead into gold. That was science. But they were doing it. They were trying to do it through magic. No, they were trying to do it scientifically. How? Uh, I don't know. What are I, scientists? No, but you seem to know how every magic trick is done. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Annoying, annoyingly, apparently they can turn lead into gold now. I know. Yeah. Thank you, Nicholas Flamel. Not Nicholas Flamel. So. But people looking for like the the the, 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 the fountain of youth and things like that, you know. That wasn't. That's geography. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what is the fountain of youth then? Uh, it's you know, freaking. Um, Jesus. What? No, Trying to think of the name of a makeup product. Any makeup product? Yeah, rouge. You know? <laughs> yeah, rouge. Mascara. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hair dye. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fountain of youth. Excellent. 
You can just get makeup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying, all I'm saying is that people were interested in magic. Are you trying to say yeah. that just people weren't? Yeah, I've said they weren't. Okay. Well, let's move on then. Uh, Why? If, that, if that's not magic then. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, uh, Renaissance period. No magic there. No magic there. No magic ever after that point. So when was the only time that we had magic? I don't know. You're the one who wants to talk about it. But you're the one saying that it just doesn't exist. That magic tricks don't even happen. No, you gave me three Eurocentric examples. Okay. I don't know anything about magic in Asia. Well, take a pond. That would be very wrong. No, it would be true and good. Okay. Magic in the East. Yeah. Magic. Magic, magic, magic. They probably believed much the same ways we believed in magic, or didn't. No. And you'd have the same kind of performers and the same sort of vibe. No way, it'd be completely different. Such as? Uh, they'd be like, oh, a dragon's eating the sun, so we better shoot fireworks at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They might do that. They might do, yeah. So you're saying probably the big difference between... Western and Eastern magic was the fireworks. And the general philosophy around it. Uh, because what was the philosophy? What was the philosophy behind magic tricks in the in, West? In the West, is to obfuscate. Okay, and in the East? It's to illuminate. Okay. So what about a magic trick was illuminating? It shows that things get freaky. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. But I think also it, that, that's very much what the West was showing as no, well. No, in the West it was like don't worry this is all normal because in the west it would be like oh this woman's sick but don't worry she gave birth to you know 12 rabbits so that's the demons leaving her body don't worry everything's okay Mm -hmm. don't worry about her and Mm -hmm. then if she dies it's for some unrelated reason Mm -hmm. Um, that's the obfuscation okay whereas in um you know the east it's like this woman's sick so we're gonna strap her to a firework and shoot her at the sun uh, right, okay. See, that's why I didn't want to tiptoe into cultures we didn't understand. Why? <laughs> You're saying they would rit- 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 ritualistically uh, uh, execute people by blasting them into the sun. Because they're sick. Because they're sick, of course. It was uh, an early form of euthanasia. It, well, yes. Well, the... Hold on. No, she was an old woman, just to prevent Rona from making this joke. She was an old woman. <laughs> No, let me just go on. ahead. Let me just think about it. Let me just think about it for five seconds. She was eighty years old, she years old and uh, she had no kids. Youth, and she didn't know any yes, kids. And no kids in the area. Youth in Asia, but she's in youth in Asia, and she's we're in Asia, and she's not a youth. Mm. Uh, well, one way to early form of youth in Asia was just having a baby. Right. Well, she didn't. I'm just. Have any I didn't. Children. Wasn't talking about her. Just saying it. Just, just saying it in it. general. Just saying it. Well, that's always a really good point. It was called the Great Leveler for a reason. <laughs> Uh, and so can you think of a technology that hasn't been invented yet what what was magic in Africa like you ask me yes go ahead it was about planting ostrich eggs with grass in them around the place and then they'd fill with water say say that again uh, magic in Africa yeah Yeah, you plant ostrich eggs in the ground yeah with, with grass sticking out of them Sticking out of the egg. Yeah. So the egg is a shell. Yes. Okay. But there's nothing inside it? No. Okay. And Initially. Okay. And then after a while, you go back and it's filled with water. So that's a technique for collecting it's magic. water. Magic, is it? Sounds like mm. science. Sounds like science no, to me. No, it's magical to me. Sounds like science, a method of collecting water. Here's some magic in Africa. Mm-hmm. Man evolving out of a... Uh, Monkey. Mm. Not a monkey, ape. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, not magic again, science. Evolutionary, yeah, that's, evolutionary science. That's magic. Come on, that's magical. Okay. So you agree then that things that are just impressive are magical? So you think that a talking ape yeah. is a machine? No, I think it's... What? Magic. No, no it's not magic. Okay. It's either machine or it's magic. All right, it's magic. I guess lots of things are magic, and that retroactively makes no, me correct no, about no, a lot no. of things on this episode. So Only those things that I just mentioned. And finally, North and South America. Tell me about magic there. And Australia. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Australia magic is... Well, you do this one. Uh, well, you know, they had their dream lines, so that was kind of magical. Their what lines? Dream. Okay. What? Nothing. Just never heard of them. Never heard of it? I've heard of song lines, but not dream Song lines. lines. I'm mixing it up with the, the dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I just moved straight on <laughs> after that egregious <laughs> error. Uh, yeah, North and South America. Yeah. Actually, you take, speak, you take North, I'll take South. Well, actually, I was going to say, do you remember when uh, they announced the... Eurovision. What, no. Um... No, when uh, Pottermore came out or whatever, when they started setting stuff in America in Harry Potter universe, there was they've like put a magical school in America, and oh, then yeah? Native American people were a bit hurt about that because it's like, yeah, that we do have our own traditions and like and you know mythos around magic, and we didn't really need you to say actually it was white witches invented magic in America. Oh really? Yeah. But did they though? Like it doesn't really matter what they thought. What's the fact? So who actually invented magic in America? In, yeah, no facts don't care about your feelings. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say that the, the Native Americans did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, it- yeah. And I'll put in a quick fact about Native American uh, magical beliefs right here. Apologies, Ronan actually got mixed up here. Apparently J.K. Rowling incorporated Native Americans' beliefs, such as skinwalkers, which are people who can turn into animals from the Navajo tradition, into Harry Potter, which meant she was equating their ancient beliefs with her bullshit. Thank you, Robot James. No, you have to say it now. No, I don't know it, so that's why he says it. You, no, you gotta say it now, otherwise you can't put it in. That doesn't make any sense, and uh, that you can't. you don't edit this, so... <laughs> um, okay... So and South America, fin- bring us home. Yeah, you can just make the robot do that one as well. Okay. Various types of witchcraft and occult religious practices exist in Latin American and Afro-Caribbean cultures, known in Spanish as brujería, influenced by indigenous religion, Catholicism, and European witchcraft. A male practitioner is called a brujo. A female practitioner is a bruja. So, in conclusion, magic is. Real. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um. Keith Barry. Yeah. His Irish magic, the mentler. Is that mm-hmm. what they call him? He was the uh, he was the um, mentler. The men. He's a mentalist, I believe. Oh, right, he was the advisor to the films. Now, can you see me? Um. Oh, now, now, now you see me. You know the. It's a film where there's they're all playing magicians and they do like a heist or something. No. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson. Um, big big ensemble cast. Right. Morgan Freeman's in it. Michael yeah. Caine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to hear a magic trick? Want to hear a magic trick? Yeah. Okay, go is ahead. It, what is it? Say my cocaine in Michael Caine's accent. Uh, yeah. And it no, like if, if you thing. say if you say my cocaine. It sounds like you're doing Michael Caine impression. Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. Magic. Thanks for listening to Primordial Views. We love you very much. What subject should come next? Let us know on Twitter or at primordialviews at gmail.com. And remember, Ronan made the most sense this episode. Okay, I'll give you that one.